I gave him a timeout once. I put him in his pack and play in the closet. In the like <laughs> <laughs> Shut the light off. Yeah, I, I, I literally put him in the pack and play in the closet and stand outside the door. And I was like, no, you don't throw your crayons off the balcony. No. And then like the very next day, I saw this YouTube story about some woman that was arrested for like raising her kid in the closet. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> tequila so sucks to be you bro yeah i don't have to wake up early tomorrow so i'm excited all right hang on well 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 we are back back from out of space looking good and i got a great looking thing on my face i'm here with mitchell keith how are you mitch i'm i'm doing good i'm doing good you know um just another day of survival during this COVID-19. Nice. I understand that very well. I'm also joined by one of the sexiest men over seven feet tall, Mr. Ooh. Zan. <laughs> Say it again. Nah, I can't. I can't. It hurts. It hurts to compliment you. Just let it happen. Sub Zan? How are you? Uh, could be worse. Could be better. Um, doing all right. Doing all right. Well, that's good to hear. Well, everybody, welcome back to Papa Don't Preach. This is the podcast where a couple of dads get together to talk a little bit of crap about how we raise our kids and what's going on in the world. Um, so, you guys, Zan, I'll start with you. Do anything fun this weekend? Uh, yeah, last week uh, we took Izzy to see a friend of hers that is about a month younger. Last time they saw each other was for their, her friend Rio's first birthday. So it's been a minute. Um, Rio was trying to hug Izzy, an amazing host. Isabella was kind of freaking out because of the interaction uh, <laughs> and she eventually got comfortable. Um, but for Tanya and I, it uh, just <clears throat> made us think about wanting to make sure that she gets that interaction with kids because she hasn't been because of COVID. She hasn't been getting a lot of interaction with kids around her age. Um, so we actually moved up TV watching for her a little bit to where she's maybe like a couple times a week watching like 15 minutes of Sesame Street so she could see kids interacting and seeing that social dynamic so she'd get more used to it. The great thing is after she hung out with her friend Rio, the days after that when she's seen other kids and we've set up other situations for her to hang out, she's gotten more confident. Uh, mm. That's pretty rad to seeing just like the immediate progress that she's been making uh, with that. She's still a little reserved and whatnot, but um you know, she's grown into herself more and more. So that's, well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty dope. You know, um, if you're looking for a good show with a bunch of kids hanging out together, can I uh, refer you to a little show called Avatar The Last Airbender? <laughs> it's about a, a, a couple perky preteens heading off an adventure to sk- save the world. But I don't want to get huh? into that too much. <laughs> Sorry. Don't want to get into that too much. I got super triggered. So I, got, I got super triggered. It's like, oh, we bumped up Izzy's TV watching. I'm like, I bet you haven't watched Avatar yet, you son of a bitch. <laughs> three minutes of Paw Patrol. 
All right, Mitch, how about you, man? How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. Played in a um, little uh, scramble golf tournament um, on Saturday, tied for first, which was good uh, with a whole bunch of buddies. And then uh, Sunday, or no, Saturday night, we went over and uh, visited a friend that had a little barbecue and let the kids hang out, and they just got a puppy as well, so... Our puppy, their puppy, had a nice little fun time. Um, Sailor had a great time with uh, their son and daughter. And Sunday, I, we we almost moved. It was really close. We almost what? got off like a couch. Oh, gotcha. I thought, like, <laughs> oh, we decided to like you know <laughs> go to a different county. Wait. I was like, wait, what? Actually, we're actually on the road right now. We're going to Maine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this from the back of the U-Haul. So yeah. <laughs> the weekend was good though. It was, uh, you know, more on the relaxing side, especially Sunday, but it was good. You know, needed one of those. It's been a minute since, uh, you know, we didn't do anything. So it was, it was nice to have one of those days and just hang out with sailor. She got, uh, one of our neighbors, they gave her, uh, a whole bunch of toys and that they were getting ready to get rid of. So she's been having a great time and yeah, that's what we did. How about you? Uh, well, my weekend was very adult, so I'm not going to get into it, but it was interesting. I saw a lot of things. Okay, relax. <laughs> relax. Now, um, I uh, I was able to uh, FaceTime the little bozo when he, uh, he had his cousins over. He's got uh, three cousins over in Minnesota. I think their ages are uh, eight, five, and one is like uh is two sozo's age about a month younger than oza or a month older than oza but yeah it was it's one of those weekends where you just do a bunch of stuff get it out of the way you know like i sometimes i forget what to do with myself and i can't believe it's been so long but i had a routine before but it's been so long since the bozo's been back over here with me and callie that i kind of like kind of throw up my hands on the weekend and i kind of like feel guilty doing stuff you know like I went on a bike ride and I felt like guilty because I have like a trailer that I used to that I was I bought specifically to tug Ozo around. And so I like I went on a bike ride and I was like, eh, like, what am I doing here? But anyway, I get that. Yeah, yeah it was it was a good weekend. I can't complain. But I one, you know, during the break, I'll get into it a little bit more. But, uh, you know, this kind of gets into what we're talking about a little bit. Well, not really, but um, I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, discipline for children this week. I want to talk about what your methods are, what you guys have been through, what you think the best way out is, like what, uh, anything, you know, uh, what you guys dealt with in school, at home, at friends' houses. You know, we got guys here from all different walks of life, so it'd be interesting to kind of pick your brains a little bit. But I'd like to get into that after the break if you guys are down. No. You're not down? Uh, Let me mute Zan real quick. No, no. My, my lawyer said I don't have to answer these questions. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I don't so, have a lawyer. <laughs> well, anyway, let's take a quick little stop, little break, and let's come back real quick and talk about some discipline. And I kind of want to break down my weekend for you guys. Sound good? During the break, okay. Yeah, all right, so check this out. 
can't. It's hard to. I think it's fucked up for me to be like, oh yeah, no, I'm Jewish. <laughs> well, because you didn't do any of the work. No. Yeah. Well, most most Jews don't do any of the work. That's how it is. They're born into it. <laughs> Speaking of Yiddish, my mom has a, her license plate is says Momzer, which you know, if you don't know Yiddish, you think, oh, that's cute. That means mom, and yada yada yada. But it actually means uh, bastard in Yiddish. Oh. And uh, yeah, she is your mom a bastard? No, it's just funny. Oh, she just made a mistake? Because Americans, if you don't know Yiddish, you think it's a term of endearment. And so, you know, they think it's something nice. But then if you do know Yiddish, if you're Jewish and you see it, you find it funny. Uh, am I, do I really need to explain this to you? Uh, so your mom's got some highbrow humor. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, anyway, with that being said, we are back right now. I'm still here. With two of the best idiots I know, I'm here with Mitch and Zan, and uh, you guys, I wanted to dive into something. I wanted to dive into discipline real quick. Um, you know, uh, teaching children how to act has been on the minds of parents and authorities since you know the written word, uh, from you know uh, puritanical subjugation to laissez-faire families, physical punishment to positive discipline. The best method of parenting has been a long stead debate in this country and pretty much around the world. Uh, you, uh, UN has a group of countries, I think the number is around 30, that have outlawed physical uh, like capital punishment. I know that a lot of countries have been uh, trying to give children more rights to report against parents that use physical harm, but it doesn't even stop there. And, you know, before I get really in too deep into it, I wanted to find out, you know, as far as being disciplined, before we go into some of the facts and uh, a little bit later, I'll get into a, a lot of def demographical, uh, demographical differences, cultural differences when it comes to disciplining children. I want to I want to hear from you guys. Um, uh, Mitch, were you disciplined? Like, how were you disciplined? Like. Yeah, the way I was disciplined, um, you know, I got my ass spanked, um, and then I grew up from a hand to a cowboy belt. Um, so uh, that's the way I was disciplined. I was, you know, I, I I was never grounded. I mean, I'm sure when I was little, I was probably put in a timeout at some point. But uh, yeah, when I messed up and I didn't listen, I was given that, you know, I think... Uh, once it, you know, the span, it was always a spanking. And, uh, you know, I think it ended up going to a belt when it finally like, started hurting my dad's hand. <laughs> He's like, what, wait, I'm, uh, you know, this, this hurts my hand too. So why am I doing like, no, we're, you just got, you get the cowboy belt. So, <laughs> so that's the way it was, you know, a few times I can remember with how bad it was, you know, not able to sit down for, you know, almost at least a, probably like a day to where, you know, if I sat, my, I mean, my ass was just bruised like no other. Um, but yeah, that's the way, that's the way discipline worked at my house. You know, my mom never spanked me or anything like that. Um, you know, she gave me the good old, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed, which is, you know, I'd rather have you spank me than say that. So <clears throat> yeah, that's how I grew up. Hmm. Well, I mean, you, 
seem like he turned out all right. I'm not. I still don't think that's up for debate. <laughs> yeah, I have a question. Have you flip of a coin? Have you asked your um, parents at all? I just recently did um, regarding like their take on how they raised you and like disciplining. Like, do they do you? Have you asked them if they feel any different about how they did it by chance? I, I have not. And I, you know, I don't even know if, you know, my dad's not really much of, uh, I don't think he'd want to give me that answer. Um, I know mm-hmm. he, he had like a, little, a pretty tough life growing up and, you know, he did very well for himself. Um, but, you know, him, if I actually asked him that question, he would probably just give me a pretty smart ass, you know, Respond. A deflection. Like he, gotcha. yeah, he, he would just be like, "Cause you were a dumbass." <laughs> okay. He wouldn't actually like explain why, right? Because <laughs> I, I don't think he knows why. Um, I think that's probably, you know, back then, and not necessarily back then. Um, but I think that's the way a lot of kids were disciplined. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we were learning more and more on what to do. But yeah, I think it was that you know when you messed up, that's that's what happened. Don't you come to my room and drop those drawers? <laughs> I tried to put like a pillow one time in like my basketball shorts, like he wouldn't notice, and he just I could just see him shaking his head, just being like, "God, you, <laughs> you just added to this punishment by trying to do something that stupid." <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the way it was. I think. You know, I, I think that's what he probably thought was right. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I you know, I'm going to ask him that question and then I'm going to give you, I'll, I'll get the answer to you guys. Appreciate it. Nice, Appreciate nice. It. Um, well, I guess, uh, so Zan, before we get into it, what's what's the craziest punishment, or not craziest, but what's like, What's the most unconventional way you've been punished while you were growing up? Um, the, the thing that pops into my mind is um, it wasn't for my parents. It was weird because I got punished for doing something I was told to do, uh, which just blew my mind. Um, my, my late aunt on my mom's side was a governess for like royal families around the world in like kind of like a Mary Poppins and she terrified me because every time she would come and visit, she would force my, my sister and I to do like etiquette training or walk books on her head and all of, all of, all of those things. (laughs) It was intense, man. It was intense. I was like, why is she staying with us? (laughs) And uh, one day, like she, when she was staying with us, she would make make us take naps. And I'm like, I think I'm like a 10 or so. And she says, go to your, she, she says, go to your room and take a nap go to my room, obviously angry, angrily to my room to take a nap. I close my eyes. 10 seconds later, I get a smack on my ass, like so hard. And and she yells at me, go to sleep. And I'm like, I'm trying. And I like get up, jump off my bed and run out of the room. And it just scarred me. I'm like, why is she here? Why don't you let this woman stay with us? Um, it was the weirdest thing because I was doing what she told me to do. I, I think she was, I, I honestly think she was undercover British Secret Service or like a, a British spy because like she would go all over the world. <laughs> like the, like a MI6. 
So her cover, her cover was to, like, after she was done, like, crippling the Syrian government, she would fly to Los Angeles and whoop her little sister. (laughs) Right. Her nephew's ass, yeah. To be thankful she didn't waterboard you. I know, man. I know. <laughs> to get the answers that you wanted. <laughs> right. Um, Where'd you put the Legos? <laughs> right, right. Um, put that Lego in your shoe. That, uh, that's, yeah, that's the thing that pops out. I've been, uh, I got spanked a few times. Luckily enough, the warning, the warnings worked, worked well enough. Uh, my parents would give me like these crazy eyes and they'd be mad at me. Like, <laughs> the intense crazy eyes and that, that definitely, that usually scared me straight. Um, but yeah, they definitely, they were, they got, they got spanked themselves and, you know, beat growing up. My mom grew up in the Caribbean, my dad in Georgia. Um, luckily they didn't pass that down. Wait, but, like uh, Georgia, the country or Georgia? Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. The South. Okay. <laughs> Hot Atlanta. Atlanta. The South might as well be a different country, man. <laughs> man, right? Oh, that's funny. Um, okay, well, uh, thanks what for about sharing. You there, Obi? What about you there, Obi? Yeah. Uh, um, well, You're not, you don't get to escape the question and try to move on to something. New. <laughs> well, thanks uh, for you guys all for the information. Okay. All right, well, thank you. Let me just write this down. Um, well, you know, I am I'm West African. I'm Nigerian, first-generation American. My parents came from a different culture and, you know, I messed up. I had to go get a stick from the backyard or my mom would take out one of her 1970s belts that I've never seen her wear. I usually thought were just for beating on us. You know, like, <laughs> I'll be like. Old, like, lizard leather. Exactly. <laughs> Gator. I'll be like, where, I'm like, where'd you get a black and white snakeskin belt? I've never seen you wear that once. Like, why is that? <laughs> you know me and my brother would even make jokes like you know we you know how you can make a belt snap you know by like squeezing it and then pulling it to make it, you get that crack sound mm-hmm. like we would like make jokes and like would enter the room and make that snap and be like oh god you scared the shit out of me man <laughs> um but you know like it was you know i would say it was a progression you know like when we were kids like when my mom was a single mom she had three kids uh, you know, my brother and I are 11 months apart and my sister's three years younger than I am. So it's like, she just popped out a little army that was against her the whole time. <laughs> and, you know, it progressed, like we would get spanked for messing up for lying, not cleaning up. And I remember the last day my mom spanked me is she like went up to smack me. And I think like, ugh, this is gonna make me sound like a real fat fuck, but I hid cheese in my pocket to eat it in my room. <laughs> and yeah, she found what kind of cheese. Uh, it's Amer- it was American cheese. It wasn't even like worth it. It was just it was like a block. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like <laughs> eating cheese, and she like found the wrappers, and it was like a whole thing. What do you craft singles for? <laughs> I was hungry, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I remember she like came out me and she's like, what is this? So I was like, I don't know. She's like, you don't know what this is. And she like went up to hit me and like swung and I put my hand up and she like cracked her finger and broke her nail and her like pinky Uh-oh. was bleeding. Uh-oh. And I like, you know, she started, 
If you know any Nigerians, man, you know, hands went up in the air, dropped to her knees. Ewo! <laughs> oh my Jesus, my son has beaten me up. Like, you, you won't believe, like, the Oscar performance my mom put on. And, you know, I don't know if she got a cue from that and was just like, oh, I know how to get this kid now. Like, I don't even have to put a hand on him. I don't know what it was, but... Yeah, like that's that was the last time I got hit. You know, like my mom had all types of methods, though. She had all types of methods. I remember my brother one day said the word sex. We were like seven. My brother said the word sex, which was a bad word in our house. My mom heard him say it and she trapped him. Instead of like going up there and saying, like, hey, you can't say that word, it's a bad word. She's just like, What'd you say? My brother's like, nothing. <laughs> it's like, oh, so you didn't say it? You didn't say it? Okay, well, okay, let's come to the kitchen. And she, like, made him eat a black pepper and then washed his mouth out. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, that was the crazy thing. I was just in the other room. I was, like, I was just, like, my eyes were huge. And I was just, like, oh, shit. Like, she better not come in here asking me questions because I'll snitch on her right now. Like, I'm not getting any of that smoke. (laughs) Don't be no crime around me. Smuggled it over the border. Yeah, there was a lot of things like that that she only did like once, and then we knew like that was in the arsenal, so we didn't fuck around. Right, you know, right. Uh, we had the kneeling in the corner, like you had to kneel in the corner with your hands up, and she would like walk by the hallway, and if you were like, if you like squatted back down and like had your butt on your heels, she'd just come up right behind you, whap right in the butt, and you're like, oh, mama no, <laughs> hands up in the air. She make you say prayers also. Uh well she we we always prayed as a family we were very Catholic so we prayed as a family that wasn't okay. in our family that prayer was wasn't no it wasn't punishment that was vacation. Making you go do a thousand hail marys. Yeah. <laughs> well you know they um uh when I went I went to the societypages.org and they had a really really good study on actually how discipline breaks down dem- like geography like by geography by race by religion like by culture and it's very very interesting because one thing that they mention is like back in like the night like the 1960s 94 percent of american adults approved of spanking a child well, you know like 94 yeah 94 yeah 94 there only was a huge dip between 2011 and 2012 where it finally dropped below 75 to 70%, which it, to me is kind of wild because all my wife friends, I never saw them get spanked. Like I see them in their rooms be like, shut up, mom, get out of my room. I'm like, boy, I got to go. Right, you're pushing it. Yeah, there's no <laughs> chance. <laughs> I've had those situations too where I'm like, oh, I don't know. You're crazy talking to your mom like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to get hit just for being there. Yeah. <laughs> my like you like all my friends in middle school all of them have had a run-in with my mom one of my best friends growing up his name was danny i remember he said something stupid in front of my mom and my mom slapped the shit out of him in front of everybody <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh damn he ain't never coming over again okay that's it i mean i gotta leave school <laughs> like this is gonna be rough well, friends with you <laughs> uh, all right cool I, 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 I almost had a friend's parent freaking beat my ass too what'd you do well yeah (laughs) 
I mean, we were all, we were probably like 11 or 12 and my, like my best friend at the time and his neighbor, who was also a really good friend, um, my parents or my dad, he worked for my dad and their son was in, um, I forget what he, what is easy at, but he was in a wheelchair. Um, so, but he had like three wheelchairs. So we play all play like tag and wheelchairs. Like, like, well, there was like, Hey, sounds like a nightmare. Well, yeah. Once they were all electric nightmares and one of my, uh, the other buddy, he, he took out like a corner of a wall. (laughs) <laughs> just a nice little hunk nice little hunk for kiki <laughs> right out and uh yeah, chunk. Oh, yeah like i mean the things they, they motored <laughs> he, was, he took that <laughs> he took that turn hot <laughs> and you know the the wheelchair just didn't turn um i think as fast as he thought and yeah he just <laughs> He took a little chunk out, and man, that dad had us like cornered in the kitchen, like with his hand up, and we were just like, "What?" Like literally scared, but also at the same time, like, "Hey, if he hits one of us, we're jumping him!" Like that was, (laughs) we are fighting him back. Like no way is this man going to hit us. But he had us fucking shaking in our boots. But it was pretty. I mean, to think back now, it's hilarious. But then, oh god, I was like. Like, dad, he was gonna hit us. My dad's like, he probably, you know, once he found out what we did, he's like, Yeah, you guys are idiots. I'd probably hit all of you. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, what are you doing? You just destroyed a piece of his home. Dude, I I swear to God, like to see the different dynamics in different houses growing up. Like, I until you have a kid, you don't even like revisit those situations, you know, like mm-hmm. to think about it now, it's kind of <laughs> crazy, but before I forget, I just a few interesting numbers about um, overall with all our statistics, all the statistics I'm going to give you about who approves of capital punishment. This is a study that was dated in 2014. And for, you know, white people, non-white Hispanics, uh, you have like 78% of men agree, 64% of women agree that capital punishment is the way to go. That's the best way of disciplining your child for blacks. 90% of men say, yeah, smack that kid up. If he messes up 74% of women, black women uh, believe that's true. Hispanic, which is funny when you think about any Hispanic mother that you've ever dealt with, Hispanic men are at 70% and Hispanic women are at 76%. (laughs) Yeah. The so like uh American Indian, Native American, they're at eighty-six percent men, sixty-four percent women. And then the shocking statistic is Asian American, who, you know, I would say most of the perception of Asian American parents is like how hard they honor their children to succeed. But Asian American, Asian uh, Asian American women are at twelve percent, and men are at forty seven percent that agree that capital punishment is helpful, that they practice in it or agree with it, and that number is just so crazy. It's just so crazy how low it is compared to every other cultural demographic in there. That's just nuts to me. Yeah, did they? I mean, did they go into it all as to why? 
I'm I'm looking right now. I don't really I don't I'm skimming, all, but don't see. It's, it's all speculation, you know. Right. It's like they went into a little bit about how uh, there is a deeper family pride in Asian community that goes that is almost used as leverage over their family. Like that's kind of lost in a culture, you know, and like. And say, don't not shaming your, your family. Yeah. Like you don't want to bring shame upon your family. And I like, you know, like in my family, be like, I remember my mom found weed in my room and blamed it on my sister. And I was like, yeah, I wonder how she put that in here. (laughs) She would do that. That sounds like her. Unbelievable. (laughs) We need to get to the bottom of this mom. (laughs) But yeah, it's like all the Asian, uh, all Asian countries, like, as of as of 2014, when the study came out, they haven't banned capital punishment with children, but it's just been frowned upon. You know, it's just like you don't hit kids. Well, they don't have to banish something that's not really there. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. It's not America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, guys, uh, before we get back into this, I think it's uh, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, I kind of want to talk about how you guys discipline your kids or what you've taken out. Because it's not all just capital punishment. I want to hear about some shaming things you went through and how you're going to apply it to your kids. All right. Um, Yeah. This this is Papa Don't Preach. We'll be right back. kids in the closet okay lesson learned yeah (laughs) okay okay and we're back (laughs) uh and we're back uh we were just talking about discipline how we're going to be instituting how we're going to be disciplining our children and what we've went through growing up we've already covered a little bit of the punishment we went through and things that we've seen covered a little bit of statistics of things uh as of 2014 but before I get into any more stats, uh, I want to find out about how you guys have been disciplining your kids. Uh, and like, you know, I might need some tips, uh, things that have worked, things that haven't worked. Zan, I'll start with you. Um, how is things with Izzy going? How old is Izzy? Izzy's almost two. Yeah. She'll be two at the end of September. Um, so, you know, nothing too crazy. Has some tantrums, 
uh, we're mainly focusing on trying to, trying to distract her. Um, and the thing that I, that has been working well so far is just talking to her and explaining why we're doing something, especially if it, you know, if it's something that she doesn't want to be doing or if she wants to do something else and we're, you know, telling her, no, we have to do this. Um, I found out like just like talking to her in a calm voice, um, calms her down for the most part. Um, and then, you know, we try to distract her, uh, at other times. And, um, I mean, it's, yeah, so far so good. I mean, it's, I'm happy to like explain things to her whenever she has like, you know, weird questions or when I'm trying to decipher what she's saying. Um, what are her weird but, questions at too? I mean, <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head, man. I don't remember. It's all all in the moment. I'm just trying. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember. My memory's gotten worse, honestly, since having her. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's simple right now. I'm curious to hear what you got to say, Mitch, because you got someone that can yell at you and talk back and insult you. <laughs> 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 Literally. Yeah, because that's yeah, that's that's weird, man. It's like Ozo's not at the age yet. Like I can't believe that Izzy's asking questions. You know, o- Ozo's not really putting together full sentences. Like he signs a lot. He'll like bring my hand over to the closet and point at his shoes and tell me that I put the wrong shoes on him. I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you wanted your dinosaurs. Like, right? <laughs> you know, like he uses his hand. Like he talks with his hands a lot. And you know, when he was growing up, I always thought like. Um, using, I used hand signals with him growing up. Like, are you hungry? You want a drink? And I didn't know that it would have like either. I mean, I guess it's a positive effect, but I didn't know that he'd just be like, I don't need to use my words. (laughs) (laughs) I can just, I can just sign some stuff at this dude, you know, like he's Ozo just started, uh, getting times timeouts. And I got sent a video, which is one of the cutest things in the world, but like I feel, I feel for Liz, like Ozo's mom, because like it's probably really rough, especially by yourself. Uh, yeah. She puts him on a timeout and puts him in the room, like, no, you're on timeout. And he just starts screaming. Ah! And then like he opens the door and tiptoes over and looks around the corner. She's like, no, you're still on timeout. And you can just hear his little feet running away back in the room and he slams the door behind him. <laughs> and he's like, ah. That's amazing. It's funny. So like the timeouts apparently are working, you know, he's still trying to test his limits, but uh, the, the timeouts are the way that we're going. Like I'm definitely not going to apply anything I was raised with to him. Um, but yeah, Mitch, I'm like, uh, tiddly waiting at the edge of my <laughs> wait i have i have a quick, I, I have i have to say one thing also with isabella she's starting to practice her fake crying and fake whining oh. uh and, and it's like it's very clear that it's fake so mm-hmm. it's funny and it's really hard not to laugh uh when she does it is Ozo, i mean i guess he's he's, he's definitely doing that oh also yeah right now oh yeah, oh, yeah. he's a he's yeah. a He's a pro at the fake. Ah. Right. Yeah. Like, what the exactly. hell was that? The, 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 b- <laughs> the breathy moan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's uh, Sailor's got. She had that down pretty quickly as well. Yeah. But yeah, no. Well, Sailor, what? She uh, she, she turned six in January. So yeah, I mean, we still very similar. Um, with you know, we just do timeouts, but you know, the timeouts aren't. They're not very long. Um, it's more or less like, okay, you, you need to go sit on your bed, you know, don't, don't touch a single thing. 
Um, you know, if you honestly, if you shut the door, she'll lose it. Like that is like, that's when all the water, the fake waterworks are coming because she'll play in her room with the door shut. But if she's in a timeout and has to sit on her bed and you shut the door, it is just mayhem. But, um, <laughs> I wonder why that is. <laughs> it's just because I, I don't know. Well, kids I mean, have major FOMO. Major FOMO. <laughs> we're doing so much. Away. We're doing this so much during COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, most of the time, you know, it is. It's probably like a five minute timeout, and then either myself or Amanda, we will go in there and we will, you know, have a honest conversation with her. And you know, but most of the time, it's always having to take a step back because she'll sit there and just go, uh huh, uh huh. And then when you ask the question, she just is like, yeah, that you can do that. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, what did we just talk about? We, I just sat here and talked with you for 15 minutes. Were you even listening to me? She's like, fucking I, with your head. Like, like, <laughs> am I like, a, and then I start feeling like exactly like I'm going crazy. Like, am I, am I, am, am I going nuts right now? Because she is really, really smart for her age. And, you know, I, I really do think she's just fucking with me. And she's, she's good at it. Um, but yeah, she most, I gotta say, you know, we are pretty lucky. She doesn't do too many things that she shouldn't do. Um, although the other day she actually got me pretty upset because we were out, she, we were outside, she was riding her bike and, you know, I brought a chair and I'm just sitting down there watching her. And then our neighbors come by and she starts, you know, talking to them. And then she said something to the neighbor, like, forget exactly what she said but pretty much like oh yeah my dad was making fun of you and i was like oh shit Whoa. And, he, and, and these people like these people like they, they just moved like by oh, us and i'm no. like what like and i was so close to like just like losing it because i'm like one that isn't true why would you just say that but then i realized she's very similar like my wife or you know, she just likes to talk like, she just, yep, 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 yep. And it, she just needs to say something to everyone she sees. But like, I was like, okay, you can do one more hot lap right now. <laughs> As I cool down. Right. We are, then we are done with uh, your bike riding. And then so I tell Amanda and Amanda's like, you know, get your ass in your room. Like Amanda was pissed. And I'm just, she, Amanda does more of the 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 disciplining telling her to go in a timeout than i do um i do more of the conversations because you know for at least most of the time you know before this started i was at work but with this going on uh covid you know i'm in the bedroom with the door shut working and some stuff i don't see or hear and then I'll hear about it and then will explain what happened. And then, so I'll just go talk to her, talk to sailor about it. But for most part, we're, you know, we're pretty lucky, you know, but she does have a few little, she, she does what I used to do. She tries to, when she's in trouble, she'll just try to do something funny. <laughs> like <laughs> divert anything and everything. Like she's, she's pretty good at it. But, you know, even if I wasn't upset or Amanda wasn't upset, we'd probably be dying of laughter. <laughs> to, until she goes into timeout, Amanda and I will just be cracking up, just trying not to laugh, like while we're telling her, like you can't do that. But I mean, most of the time she'll int- introduce 
freaking idea <laughs> she'll call some of it she'll introduce like hey i'm sailor this is my mom and she'll go this is mitch <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm your i'm your fucking dad Dude, I, why, why is why is this mom why am i mitch <laughs> or she'll or she'll be like this is mitchy <laughs> like, what is going on right now like what goes through your little brain <laughs> but like when like that's that bugs me more like it is funny because the people always laugh and everyone but i'm like i'm not your i'm not your mom's like side piece (laughs) (laughs) right i'm not just some i'm not i'm not some dude while your dad's out at work i'm your fucking father (laughs) i provide for you oh man you know there's a Stanford health study, which is very interesting that actually covers this about same sex parents and how they have the most like the biggest connection and at the same time the most combative relationship is the same sex parent. Like you're like the biggest hmm. influence in that child's life. So that's why moms and daughters clash and sons and fathers clash. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're able to make up and when you look at the opposite, yeah, you know, there's daddy's girls and mama's boys like they mm-hmm. connect with the the other sex at a more sympathetic level but usually the same sex parent is usually hardest on that i'm not sure if it's whatever living that life and like oh you you know there's a lot of i want to say there's a lot of wiggle room when it comes to disciplining your child like whether you know, there's a lot of wrong things to do you know like there's a uh, I remember it was like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like back in like 2016, there was like really popular to publicly shame your kid, like put a sign on them and put it on Facebook. Oh, we can make our kids Karens. Oh yeah. No, I think that was, yeah. People were doing that to get likes or some shit. Yeah. Some type of weird. Yeah. That's just some, a whole other twisted thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, um, you know, this would segue into our, our our next episode you know about social media and the effects of social media and like putting your kid on it and like what you do but yeah it was very very popular like public shaming was something that was very very popular um there's a lot of psychological manipulation that a lot of parents do you know like you know i'm not like you know the whole thing like i'm not mad i'm disappointed you know that's the worst thing you can hear and there's like upsides and downsides to both uh, to doing that. And, you know, I, I remember specifically getting in an argument with my mom and I was right. And I knew I was right. So it's, it's an argument that I remember till this day, like it still bothers me. And I remember it started, she started bringing up all this other stuff that didn't matter. You know, it was like about cleaning the house and when it was supposed to be clean. And some of my friends coming over, she started talking about my grades and talking about how I, 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 I think about sports more than my school and I was like that has nothing to do with this conversation you're just mad because you're wrong she's like I was never wrong and I got <laughs> so mad and I like turned around and punched a hole in the wall like I just like put my fist right through the fucking wall like I like cracked my hand like I hit like I just right through hit the cry wall. yeah I, I was right on the side of this I can I'll tell you right now that house was not built to code <laughs> you know <laughs> I definitely cracked something and like I was so angry, I looked down. I was like, "Fuck!" I hurt my hand, but I wanted to look tough. And I turned around, and my mom's face—like I was the first time I saw like fear in my mom's face—and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I feel like it's like human nature, though. You know, it's you, you'll 
if you are wrong, you'll find something to be right on, like right about in that conversation, especially if there's, yeah, you, an, ar- if there's an argument. You don't um, want to admit it. I feel yeah. like that's a self-preservation of some sort. I don't know if that's human nature, just parent nature. No, no, but you just see it. Like, I mean, you see that in the, like the work world as well. Like, yeah, I mean, just in dude. I'm never wrong. I'm right. Well. You're bald. Shut up, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Obi gets it a little louder. <laughs> Loud is right. <laughs> Speaking of that, a sailor often reminds me that I'm bald as well. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, you don't have hair, Dad." Bald, and I'm like. Yeah, thanks. Why does your daughter sound like a 400-pound man? Because she's always hungry. (laughs) Kid always has something in her mouth. Well, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. You know, I feel like kids get smart. You know, like, I remember, like, I got spanked. And all that taught me was how to be a little more devious, like how to hide things a little better. You know, like... Even if I was going to do it, I was like, I'd even, me and my brother would joke about it. Like, I'd be like, ah, you should clean. Like, nah, man, we'll come home a little bit later. Whatever. I'll take a beating. It's no biggie. Because, like, it didn't matter. <laughs> you clean your, yeah, it's like my mom. Like, oh, you clean your room? Yeah. But if you look under my bed or open up my closet, it's just anything. Out of sight, out of mind. Right. That's what's up. And then, you know, then my dad would just, like, open up the closet and be like, all right, get your ass in here. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You done fucked up, Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) You fucked up. Well, I mean, I don't have to ask you guys. Uh, Like, Zan, I don't think you were spanked. Mitch, I know you were spanked. Um, I mean, I was was spanked, but not, I mean, not a lot. I mean, what what did happen was enough to, you know, have me realize I don't want to go that road. Uh, So their warnings from then on were were pretty, were enough. I mean, I, I, it's funny, the crazy eyes, just I can see them clearly. Oh just, God, I can, I can see my dad's too, and then, dude, I would, like, and then I'd try it one more time. Because like both of my parents are pretty chill, but like my mom was definitely more strict from her upbringing. But like so, her like the serious face, and then when my dad would get upset, I was like, "Oh shit, dear!" Like because you're usually chill, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, the warnings the warnings were enough. Yeah, I just I I just feel like. There's either two things. Either my mom was just like a terrifying force to deal with or my brother and I were just always up to no good because like the door, like I can hear her keys jingle in the door and I just like would be scrambling around the house. Like, <laughs> look like you're doing laundry. Like go pick up the dog shit. Like, oh, make sure the books are in the right place. Like, why is your towel on the floor? You know, like, just all, sweating. Like, literally all stuff that takes three seconds if you would have just done it. Yeah, I got time for that. I got 64. I had some house line shorties I got to call. Be like, hey, Mr. Loy, uh, is Jennifer there? I would love to hear what those conversations were like. <laughs> you know, talking about Bone Thugs and Harmony and what was Spin on. game. Uh, oh, my yeah. God. Dude, the cro- Crossroads. Oh, yeah. Best you love that song, Mitch? Uh, hell, yeah. And uh, yeah, like, I, love, I love that uh, music video, too, back in the day. I'm gonna miss everybody. I'm gonna miss everybody. No, yeah. Oh, no, I'm just like da- I'm dancing in my chair right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> if we in can the get April to- world. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So should we harmonize right now? <laughs> <laughs> 
so a lot of the uh there's been like a bunch of studies on you know what are positive ways to discipline your kid which to me sounds like an oxymoron just knowing by uh how i was i was raised it's just like positive what do you mean positive ways to discipline it doesn't make any damn sense <laughs> you know like they need to learn you know in uh in uh in my in last week's episode you know i talked about patience and they have like all these bullet points, but they all circle around the same thing. And it's patience, you know, having yeah. the patience to talk to your kid, because when they do something wrong, they're, you know, there's a mixed reaction between disappointment and failure. Like nobody, you remember when you did something wrong and your parents were upset, you like, you didn't want to see your parents <clears throat> upset. It was like the yeah, worst I mean, thing in the world. Yeah. And you also got to remember that, you know, the brains are forming then like there's so much that is going on and so much that isn't there yet to where a lot of the time like when we are acting up it's you know the emotional side and there's no logic going with it so like even like with tantrums especially at the younger ages it's like they don't know how to control these emotions there's a book that i really recommend called the whole brain child mm -hmm. um that talks about just like rearing and, and disciplining and you know just making sure that both sides of their brain uh are connected so you know when they're going through those moments of uh, tantrums or acting out on the emotional side to try to bring in the logic side of the brain to kind of help uh calm everything down and, and provide meaning mm -hmm. um it's pretty it's it's pretty awesome the, the thing that I, I i love the most is like right now there's just so much there is so much research now there's there's so much information that we can use to to help um, that our, you know, our, our parents didn't have, um, and, um, you know, there's a lot, but I think for the most part, it's, it's, it's pretty worthwhile. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, back in the day, it was just word of mouth. You know, yeah. Like, oh, what do you do? Well, this is what I do. And it works. Yeah. yeah. That was just a bunch of Nigerians in a corner. Oh, what do you do? Yeah. Smack the <laughs> shit out of him. That's the only way he's going to learn. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. You know, like yeah. one of the things that I always, like I learned uh, that I like took notice of that I thought was really, really important was, you know, concentrate. Like, uh, my kid's mom does this all the time and it's, you know, she spends a lot of energy, like just over applauding all his good behavior. When he puts on his shoes the right way, when he gets ready for bed, when he finishes all his food, when he puts his, like when he walks over and stands next to the sink with his bowl in his hand, knowing that's where it goes, it's always positive reinforcement. And, you know, one of the good things that all studies show is that, you know, breaking the cycle of only giving attention to bad behavior is like the number one thing that parents should mm -hmm. all universally do. Like you can't make bad behavior seem like that's the only behavior, you know? Right. You know, like, noticing some things that your kid does that you didn't have to ask them to do or little Vic, like I said, like, you know, tying their shoes or putting their shoes on or putting their toys away or helping clean up. You know, I remember Ozo dropping his glass of water and I just went like, no, we got to clean that up. And I gave him a towel and he starts cleaning it up. And I was, I, you know, I'm clapping and he's all happy. And we're giving each other high fives. I should have been pissed because he literally just walked over to me and held his cup upside down and started laughing in my face. And I was like, <laughs> what the are you doing? And he's yeah, just like, ha, 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 ha. 
but that's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that's just too damn funny. <laughs> I, I, it was unbelievable. Like he was just, like he knew that that was something, and like that was the first time I realized that he knew he was doing something bad. But he also knew that I thought it was funny, so I had to like, I had to get out of bed. I had to show it to him, and I was on one knee. I was like eye to eye with him, and I was like, "Oh, Zo, no, you can't do this." This is bad. No, we have to clean this up. We have to clean this up. You know, I held his hand. We went to the bathroom. He freaked out for a little bit because he thought I was just going to throw him in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, no. And I was like, no, here's a towel. And he, once I handed him the towel, he like ran out into the other room and put it down and started horribly spreading water all around the room. Right, <laughs> right. But I was like, yay. Okay, we're clean. Yeah. And then I like, you know, I had to clean up the rest because you know you gotta you gotta dap and absorb. You can't just spread all the water around. No, exactly. Yeah, and you, it has it to be the right kind of towel, also. <laughs> Come on, babies are so dumb. It's, so it's useless. Come on. That's the you know that's a huge thing. Like just re- like actually, I mean, there's so many times when Sailor, you know, just us as parents, you know, being aware of your reactions to things because there are, there are things that you know when Sailor was obviously two. You know, never, no real reaction on my part if, you know, she did something she shouldn't have done. It's like, yeah, she's two, you know, <laughs> what, what, what do I expect? <laughs> but now, like, at five, it's like, you know, I'll catch myself being like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, are you, are you serious right now? Like, you know, like, you should know, you know, you shouldn't have done that. Like, putting freaking, mm-hmm. like, remember, like, the Nickelodeon gack? Mm-hmm. Like, putting yeah. that stuff in her, putting that in her hair. Oh my god! Just shave it. Just shave the head. Uh, uh, if I had my way, I would have brought out the clippers. Right. <laughs> yeah, shave her head. <laughs> shave her head and walk her around. Put a put a Game of Thrones sign around here. Shame, shame, shame. But like, what? Like so many? Like I have to, you know, I I have to work on that on my end because I do. I will sometimes just you know catch myself just like with that. Not reminding myself, hey, she's five years old, but you know, and just being, just giving out that like, what? I mean, obviously not screaming, what the fuck? But in my head, I'm just like, babe, I don't know, she's she she not all there. (laughs) (laughs) Is this my fault? This can't be my fault. (laughs) She's pretty smart, but she does some stuff where I'm like, you a dumb dumb. I can't tell you how many times, you know, I'll see Ozo doing something. I'll be like, "Uh oh, I know." Weird about that. (laughs) That's something I just not. Uh, I'm gonna need to Google this to make sure this is like right. uh... Oh my god! But um, so true. You know, I guess uh, before we go into Papa's pulpit, you know, like it's actually it was great hearing all you guys' stories, and I think that you guys are gonna be fantastic role models for your daughters and, thanks man uh you know with take it with a grain of salt all right <laughs> um, oh yeah i'm still early in the game yeah <laughs> mitch is it, the only one i'm congratulating <laughs> right right it gets worse zan it gets worse <laughs> i know but yeah no, I'll, it's all gravy one of the i guess like i guess most of the thing that we figured out from our personal experiences and like some of the stories that we've shared just shows that like you know, by definition, you know, discipline isn't bad. There's a lot of studies out there that show 
very, very good ways and very, very bad ways to parents. But above everything else, it's just about positive discipline, positive reinforcement, calling out the good as much as you call out the bad, making sure that you're able to make your children understand how to improve their actions and deal with their problems. I think another thing that we have to focus on is making sure that our children feel, you know, okay when they like they feel that it's not the end of the world if they do something wrong saying like this isn't you know there's between there's a difference between there's uh something bad and a mistake and i think that yeah and sorry for ju- i'm gonna jump in real quick and separating you know the child from the behavior i think is along along the lines of what you're talking about too exactly exactly yeah. i think that's a really, really good way of putting it if you separate your child from the behavior, not try to change who they are and just make sure that act is the one getting disciplined and make sure that you can guide them in the right direction is the best way. Or communication, baby. Communication. Or I think I turned out all right. A good smack in the mouth doesn't hurt, but See, I, we can talk about that later. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, yeah I don't think so. <laughs> well, I think so. I mean, I can plead my case right now, but. Well, no, uh, no, I get that from like from our experience growing up, but I think just I mean, you you know, guys, for myself moving forward. You guys yeah, turned out all right. You know, listen, we're, yeah. we're going to come back right now. We're going to do Papa's, uh, Papa's Pulpit. I want to hear from you guys what's been irking you. So we're going to take a quick break, but um, I want to make, we'll be right back. I want to make a point here. I had, I got smacked up a lot. My brother got smacked up a lot. My sister got smacked up a lot. And only one of us is really messed up. So I guess two thirds of the time it works. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? See, that's all up for debate. That's all up for right, debate. Right, exactly. Trying the, the enter music. What do you guys think? I love it. You loved it. Thanks. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be a no for me. It's gonna be a no for me, Doug. <laughs> oh, Randy. I didn't know Randy. Man, Randy's. Uh, I didn't know Randy was in the house. <laughs> gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh, all I right. Permission. So uh, this is the last segment in our pod. This is usually where we discuss things that really, really irk us, things that grind our gears. It's called Papa's Pulpit. And 
First up is Mitch at his pulpit today. Mitch, what's irking you? Uh, I got to say, um, it happened to me twice this past week, um, and it's people who don't put their fucking shopping carts away. Um, <laughs> if you are the type of person that leaves it in a parking spot or you just kick up the front wheels and leave it in a bush. I, oh, shit. I, I just did that. <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm a little I, guilty. I honestly hate you. Like I, <laughs> I am one too. I always walk my shopping cart literally back up to the front. And the least you can do is at least just go put it in the designated spots that they have in the fucking parking lot. It's like what it, it most likely a 20 steps to go put it away. So I had a, a lady that uh, decided to leave it. I'm waiting for a parking spot. She puts her groceries away and she just leaves the shopping cart literally right in the middle of the shopping cart. And so before she gets in her car, I, you know, honk my horn and she's like, what? And I'm like, are you serious? Are you honestly going to leave that there? Like I'm, I'm waiting here to park. <laughs> Did you videotape this? No. <laughs> You're real chat. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so she like gets out and she like pushes it up forward and there's another car waiting behind me. So like I pull in and she rolls down her window and she's like, you really need to be nicer to people during these times. And I was like, I literally was just like, I'm not fucking nice to lazy assholes. Now. <laughs> like, like I was just like, I was so fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> like if I could, I would have picked up that shopping cart. <laughs> fucking were thrown you, it at her car <laughs> were you whistling into that situation before like were you just happy and in a good mood before yes, that I happened 100 fine damn you know and i think that should be a question during an interview like are you the type of person that leaves your shopping cart here or do you flip out uh oh. like or do you or, do you, or do you go put it away should be on the presidential <laughs> interview <laughs> right. if you don't go put it away i'm not hiring you <laughs> You're like Lewis Black uh, from In and Out, the little anger <laughs> emotion. <laughs> but like, Inside the, fact out. I, the fact that I even got, I like, <laughs> it may, drives me fucking mad thinking about it. I'm like squeezing my fist right now. <laughs> 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 like, just, you need to be headbutted. Like, I just saw I want to mess with you about this. <laughs> Are you going to follow Mitch around and leave shop- wanna, shopping carts all should, around the car? Should, we should figure something out. Oh, it just, it's just like, I fucking hate you if you do that. Oh my God, we have to do this. Oh, please, please don't. <laughs> well, uh, Mitch, thanks for getting that off your chest. I appreciate yeah. your pulpit right now. Do you I feel, feel a little better? I do, I do. I do. I feel lighter. <laughs> blood's actually flowing okay good good uh we are good what's going with you obi uh bothering you so i actually had something else to say but now that i realize we're being petty i got something that's really (laughs) (laughs) annoying and it's just not petty bro it's not petty it's not petty at all so um i'm sitting at my pulpit right now and i'm like i'm looking at my hand and there's something that really bothers me and i it's i know it's stupid it's and through everything that we've been through as a human, as a society, like the, all the technological advances we've had just in the last decade, I'm walking around with a computer in my hand. It's the size of my palm that can take a picture. It's a compass. It's video streaming. It's a calculator. Uh, it's a video recorder. I can send messages and receive emails. I can look up things on the internet. I can have an app to balance my checkbook. Okay. 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 
porn. I'm, I'm not even done. It's a flashlight. <laughs> it's a ruler. It's a level. <laughs> like, I mean, like cars are smart. They're electric. Houses that are insulated. Like we have rollers on. Tra- and for some f- fucking reason, when I wash my clothes, I still put them in a dryer and they don't come out folded. I know it's stupid. I know what you're saying. Mitch alluded to it earlier in the pod saying, oh, it takes three seconds to fold and all that. What the f- How is that? I saw a guy that invented a virtual sex machine that literally whacks you off with a vi- like an Oculus-style vi- uh, visor on your head so you can watch porn and something jacks you off at the same time. Somebody put time and money into that, but for some fucking reason, I don't have something that folds my clothes for me. I don't have something that even fucking steams my clothes for me. Like, I have to get it out. I have to lay it out. I have to make sure. I What the fuck? It's 2020, man. It's I, 2020. Does got, Japan have it? I feel like Japan would have something you think like Japan that. Would They're have ahead it. of us. Trust me. I've been watching very closely, and there's all these, like, giant, stupid imitations. I saw a plane. I saw a prototype uh, jet that we just – not even a prototype. Like, we just – spent like a trillion dollars on a bunch of them that can land like horizontally on the f-35 yes the f-35 what the fuck yeah those are fucking ways like like, what the hell why do i have that but i'm still here pulling out my ernie wong and hoop fest shirts from like 2010 and having to like fumble them together i'm not hanging that shit up like what the hell it's just so frustrating like why aren't we spending more time on the things that we need the things that will make our lives better. We, sp- I got, right. I got all this stupid fucking shit. Like, have you ever been to Daiso? It's an amazing place, full of crap. I'm like, come on, please, for the love of God. There's no way I can go to Target and there's a fucking cart escalator, but there's not a dryer that can fold the clothes for you. That doesn't. I mean, make any sense. I think the solution is just wear everything once and just buy new shit. All right, listen here, Richie Rick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or do what I do and have two hampers, one for your clean clothes and the other one for your dirty clothes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. And when it's wrinkly, you throw it in the dryer before you want to wear it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, that's, I mean, that's not a bad idea. Thank you. That's you just, not a bad you just idea. solved my problem. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're welcome because you know what I don't do? Fold my fucking clothes. <laughs> Got a true adult, ladies and gents. <laughs> adult. But now, um, but now the wife does it for me. Ooh. She got she got she got sick and tired of me having two hampers. <laughs> you actually did. That. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been doing that since I was like eight. <laughs> your head, man. Your head. That that is efficient. Nah, this dude over here is living in thirty thirty right now. We're sitting here <laughs> like a bunch of jackasses in twenty twenty. Right. All right, yo, Zan. So. Uh, um, you're over there in your pulpit. What's irking you? It's not really irking me. It's just more of a question. Well, maybe a little irking me. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking to get out of possibly like sell my, my truck and get something a little bit more practical and uh, comfortable for the family. And my question is, if it's something that I'm getting for me, if I'm going to be driving it, right? Mm-hmm. My wife isn't going to drive it. She has her car. Mm-hmm. She enjoys. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm getting this and I'm going to drive it 99% of the time, does she have to like it? Like if it checks all the boxes of like, you know, affordability and, you know, pretty much just that, 
like, does she have to like it? See, I personally yeah. think no. <laughs> They're not really so much. Zan, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot she get doesn't. a Miata, okay? <laughs> Listen. <clears throat> a, I don't think I would get a Miata. Okay. B, they are a phenomenal sports car, an iconic sports car. Okay. The power to rate ratio is very good. Convertible Sebring? Very engaging. Sebring, no. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, it's like, does she have to love it also? Well. I, I don't think so. I mean, what, what is, what's your guys' take? Counterpoint. As, uh, as a man that is not married, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have enough foresight to say that you are treading in some serious serious quicksand right now if you think you're going to buy a car that i mean like there's there's not a lot of cars that people will hate but yeah she's gotta like it you know she's gonna be looking at it every fucking day do you want that constant reminder of something that she doesn't you're gonna put her a car cover (laughs) i'll be even worse (laughs) she just knows it's under there waiting (laughs) oh just waiting to piss her off i mean there's going to be times you guys switch cars. There's going to be times that you know, yeah. she might need to borrow your car. You're going to get a new car. Who knows if hers craps out in a, a year from now, you know, like, I mean, it's not a new car. It's a, you know, you'd be a used car, but anyway, horse and buggy runs on vegetable oil. Fucking hate <laughs> she might like that. She likes horses. Uh, I mean, I they th- run on hay. Actually. I think, I think that she should like it or at least pick the color. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, all right. Mitch, I think your take. I, I think you're a big idiot if you choose a car that only you like. Why? Agreed. So, just, just you will get the wrath. It will come down. It <laughs> will mean, be it, brought up. It'll be brought up like ten years from now. Remember that one? <laughs> well, remember, I, uh, that, remember that? Remember that one time that? Uh, well, it, I only I think it would only be brought up ten, uh, ten years from now. If something. It's it's ammo. Yeah, for, probably it's ammo, right. it's ammo yeah. for the future. You know, it's just like, uh, I mean, like the question is like, do you have a specific car in mind or was that just a blanket conversation? Like, oh, I'm getting a new car. She's like, all right, I want to. I mean, I, I do. It, it, but it is also a kind of a blanket conversation regarding like, you know, I, you know, wanting to wanting to like it to some degree as well. well I mean, like, get the car like her car, I, she got what she wanted. I, I had other suggestions that I liked better and preferred. But in the end, it's you know her car. She's the one driving it. Okay. You know, I mean, it's a you know, it's it's a good car, but you know, it's a. I would have preferred something else, but it's not mine. It's hers. Well, so here's here's my two things. First, you got more. Yeah. Well, first, yeah, I got <laughs> first. You know, I think that she has should have a little bit of input, but at um, mm-hmm. my second thing is like you guys are both over six feet, so you know the world isn't built for you fucking weird giants. That just doesn't work that way. Like you can get a regular car and you're going to be sticking your head out of the top of the visor. Like that just doesn't work. You got to get a car that's comfortable and it's going to yeah. be harder to find when you are, you know, your size, the size of Gumby as a live action figure. <laughs> Yo, I used to be called Gumby because I was I used to be really good at limbo. Because you had jaundice? Really good at limbo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to be like one of those freaks that could limbo on the ground. <laughs> 
I think uh, I think we have a lot to get into here, but we're running out of time. But uh, I want to thank you guys for taking I knew you would take your side. I knew you would take your side. You guys are fucking traitors. Thank you so I much you for both. coming together so we can discuss all this stuff today and discipline and everything. I'm thanking you, Mitch Keith, for joining us. The Mysterious Zan once again. Music's Yo. provided by DNA. And this is Papa Don't Preach. Thank you very much. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, man. You're fucking up if you think you're gonna get a car. <laughs> Tanya doesn't like. <laughs> we'll see. I I think you're, um, you're fucking up. I would I would never I would never just show up with something. Uh, Definitely not. Hey, I man. I hope you like that. the Thunderbird. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>